Welcome to The Road to Rural Prosperity, featuring stories about rural Oklahoma and rural America. Guiding us on the journey today is our host, Ron Hayes. Well, thank you, Billy, and welcome to another edition of The Road to Rural Prosperity. And today along the road, we're going to have a little fun as our own Casey Shepard is talking with Michaela Danker, who heads up the agritourism efforts within the Oklahoma Department of Agriculture, Food and Forestry. Agritourism in the state of Oklahoma has always been a part of the mission at the Oklahoma Department of Agriculture over the last decade or so, but it's taken on a little extra significance with the arrival of the Kevin Stitt administration as Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell has taken on tourism as a special interest of his, and agritourism, he says, is a great, great way to bring folks into the state of Oklahoma and allow them to enjoy all the wonderful things that Oklahoma is all about. Today's road to rural prosperity being powered by the Public Service Company of Oklahoma. PSO serves over a half a million customer accounts in eastern and southwestern Oklahoma, Based in Tulsa, they own about 3,800 megawatts of generating capacity fueled primarily by natural gas. And they're a major player in the wind energy efforts of our state as well. Stay tuned. Casey Shepard, along with Michaela Danker, going to be on the road to rural prosperity here today in just a few moments. PSO provides electricity service to more than half a million customers across Oklahoma. Increasing reliance on natural gas and renewable energy is our future. Cleaner, more affordable energy to power our lives. A strong Oklahoma economy boosted by new jobs, increased revenues for rural communities and schools. Together, our energy is boundless. With communities from border to border, Bank First lenders understand the needs of today's agricultural market. Whether you need to purchase land, equipment, or livestock, or maybe need an operating line of credit, call on Bank First. They are a certified lender with the Farm Service Agency and can help with specialized financing when other banks can't. Bank First is proud to serve the needs of the Sooner State's agricultural market. Bank First is loyal to Oklahoma and you. Member FDIC, loan subject to approved credit. We're visiting with Michaela Danker. She's the Agritourism Coordinator for Oklahoma on the Road to Rural Prosperity. How are you doing today? I am great. Thanks for having me. Well, of course, this is one of my favorite times of the year. It's fall in Oklahoma. So many fun things to do with your family and friends across the state. What are some of this year's can't misses for fall? Yeah, well, I have a whole list for you, and we can dive right into that. Um, let's start with um, visiting our alpaca and llama farms. You can learn all about fiber and um, what they produce, and you can pet the alpacas. You can take a picture with them, um, and, and they're giving tours right now out on the farms. I would say next, um, the big fall event is our pumpkin patches and mazes, and we have 37 farms um, in our program that are inviting you out to come be a part of, of what they do in celebrating fall and pick, picking your own pumpkins, getting lost in the maze. You can take wagon rides or rent a campfire spot um, if you'd rather do that. So lots of exciting things going on with our, our pumpkin patches uh, and, and mazes. Well, and a lot of people don't realize it's not just like going and picking out a pumpkin. There are some amazing elaborate farms across the state of Oklahoma where 
where, you know, they incorporate petting zoos and hay and rabbits and donkeys and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's a whole giant experience when you head to the pumpkin patches of Oklahoma, I think. You are right. They have all sorts of family-friendly games and you're not just going out to pick a pumpkin. Um, you could spend hours out there um, getting away from from the phones and from the TV and, and getting to spend some quality time, having some good old-fashioned fun on the farm. So um, definitely lots to do at those um, different farms and ranches throughout the state. And you mentioned the mazes. The mazes are, I, I love them, but they're also like one of the most frustrating things because I can't ever find my way out. And I, I have a strong desire to just topple down all of the maze. <laughs> I know. They're pretty elaborate, um, those mazes that we have. And it's actually pretty cool. Most of them will have a design um, etched into their um, little patch as well. So um, that's always fun. But yeah, sometimes it might be just easier to 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 run through the stocks and, and to make it out the other end without going through. But um, even a lot of them too, uh, make it interactive, have little fun facts, or um, you answer questions as you go through the maze. And so it's educational as well. Well, and also um, one of the things that, that I love about the mazes and the pumpkins is like these farmers and producers have been preparing for this type of year or this type of time all year long. So they've been growing these pumpkins, growing the corn for the mazes, growing the maize for the maize. And it's a big production by the time they get to this time of year. Yeah, it's a lot of work and it's always the exciting time of the year to be open you know, that one month out of, out of 12. And um, even this year too, it's been a more of a challenge with, with the pandemic and COVID, but they are ready. They are excited to be able to provide social distancing experiences and lots of open air, just being out on the farm um, and doing those types of activities that they are, they are welcoming and ready for you um, consumers to be out on the farm. So we've talked a little bit about the alpacas and we've talked a little bit about the corn mazes and the pumpkins. What else is fun for fall in Oklahoma? So what about horseback riding? Um, You can go trail riding. We have 33 different uh, venues where you can, you don't have to bring your horse. They have it for you and you can go ride through the pasture or up the hills. And really it's a fun experience if you've never done that and um, never been horseback. We have places where you can, where you can go do that and enjoy that with the family. And, um, that's a fun fall, fall time experience that people forget about, I think. Yeah. And it would be a good opportunity to see if you've got a kiddo or something that wants to probably get into horse riding later, this would be a good way to try it out before. Cause like you said, they already provide the horses. So that's a much less expensive option than just going out and buying one. Exactly. Um, kind of get that maybe one hour time in to see if it's, if it's worth it and, and um, see how much fun they would have. Um, a lot of them too provide overnight stays so you can stay out on the guest ranch um, and then saddle up your horse the next morning and make it a whole um, overnight or weekend adventure if you want to. Where are some of these um, horseback rides, like where are these taking place across the state? Because I'm sure you get to see some really good Oklahoma land if you're riding on a horseback through, throughout some of the, the farms and ranches that are offering these horseback rides. Yeah, so like I said, we have 33 in our program and they're honestly all over. So whether that's out in Western Oklahoma, um, 
or down in southeastern Oklahoma in the trees. We have one in Robbers Cave, so you can um, explore kind of a little mountainous area up there, but they're, they're all over the state. So it just depends on where you're willing to travel to and what you're wanting to see, but you can, you can see a variety of the different Oklahoma landscapes um, on horseback. And I think you also mentioned um, taking some wagon rides. So what, what does that entail for fall? Yeah, a lot of that is going to be back at those pumpkin patches and mazes. Um, they have hay rides, wagon rides, all sorts of different types um, that would take you through the pasture, around the farm. Um, it's just an added experience, something else to do while you're there. And if you've never done that, um, it's definitely, definitely something that should be on your to-do list. Well, fall's a great time for all things in Oklahoma. And we're going to be speaking a little bit more with Michaela Danker coming up in just a few more minutes on the road to rural prosperity. PSO provides electricity service to more than half a million customers across Oklahoma. Increasing reliance on natural gas and renewable energy is our future. Cleaner, more affordable energy to power our lives. A strong Oklahoma economy boosted by new jobs, increased revenues for rural communities and schools. Together, our energy is boundless. The Petroleum Alliance represents every segment of the oil and natural gas industry, speaking with one voice when advocating for the interest of its members, landowner partners, and employees. Our mission is to enhance Oklahoma's economy and every segment of the energy industry. We're back with Michaela Danker. We're talking agritourism in the state of Oklahoma. Fall time, always a great time. And, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier with COVID still being around, still being a factor. These things that we mentioned previously are really some great opportunities that allow for social distancing, but also allow you to get out, explore Oklahoma, hang out with your family and get some pretty good exercise. So a couple more um, on my fall activity list that I would like to point out. Um, one of the biggest, like newest, I guess, emerging categories in agritourism is flowers. So whether that is a sunflower patch, those are growing right now, or we've added several new you-pick flower farms. And um, they should be up and running until the first freeze. So um, if you haven't picked your own flowers, it's such a relaxing and fun experience to be among the beautiful flowers and, and um, pick your own and make your own bouquet. Um, and we have, we have several of those that we've just added even this year. So um, you can check out our website to find our You Pick Flowers farms. Well, I noticed that another cool thing that I feel like a lot of folks are doing around the state of Oklahoma producer-wise is letting people come to their farms and not only pick flowers, but picking strawberries or, you know, um, picking cucumbers or picking vegetables. And it really gives you the sense of like, one, all the work that the farmers had to put in to get that there. But you also know exactly what you're eating because you're picking it. Exactly. Um, yeah, like you said, we do have several you pick farms. Um, most of those, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, are um, springtime activities, um, but we do have even, you can check out our farm-to-table category to go find um, local produce and um, things that you can find in the garden um, right on those farms, and you can go pick and gather your own. So, um, yeah, that's definitely uh, a cool category as well. 
So where do people go? Like if, if everybody wants to see all the things that you and I have been talking about, the pumpkin patches, the, the places to ride horseback, the you pick yourself farms, like is there a centralized location that all of our folks can go and click on to where they can see all of that? Because I'm sure they're, I mean, you're not going to want to do all this in one day. You got to space it out throughout the whole month of October, right? Right. So the best way to do that is go to our website, oklahomaagritourism.com. And it has a list um, and it's categorized. Um, you can even search by the different regions um, in Oklahoma, just depending on where you're looking to go and what you're wanting to do. We have more than 350 farms in our program and they are welcoming you to come out and experience agriculture um, at their places. So whatever type of activity you want to do, um, go to our website and um, there's profile information for each different farm and ranch and um, most of them will link back to their website or to their Facebook to find the most up-to-date information on, on what they're doing and when they're open. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Lieutenant Governor's efforts to promote agritourism across the state because he's really um, championed this effort. Um, so talk to us a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. We love Matt Pinnell, Lieutenant Governor. He has been great um, and loves agritourism and what our farms and ranches are doing and is just um, really done a great job of getting, you know, our name out there. I feel like even now, a lot of people still, they hear agritourism and they're not quite sure what that word means and what we do. So um, it's great to be able to, to have him talk about our different farms and ranches and being able to um, support local businesses and, and to see what Oklahoma has to offer right here in our state. So we really appreciate him. How are we doing as a state as far as promoting Oklahoma agritourism? Doing a great job and, um, you know, our farms and ranches are, you know, taking a lot on themselves and are, are working in their local communities to get people out and about. And uh, I know that our consumers right now, especially, are looking for those types of activities, um, especially in the pandemic. I think they've realized that, um, supporting local is the best thing to do and um, is what we should be doing all along. So um, it's exciting to see that and to see Oklahomans supporting Oklahomans. And um, we're hoping we can continue that on and um, still just encourage, encourage people to stay right here in our state to see what Oklahoma has to offer because we really do have diverse experiences. Well, outside of the fall things that we've talked about, what are some of your favorite agritourism spots across the state? Oh, man, they're all so great. Um, <laughs> I think that there is different types of experiences for every season, and I can talk a little bit about some of those outside of fall. Um, but coming off of fall, I think if you haven't been to a Christmas tree farm um, you cut your own Christmas tree farm, um, then you definitely need to experience that. To me, it's it's really magical. And I think when you grow up, Christmas kind of maybe loses that magical touch as it once was as a kid, you know, mm -hmm. and um, going back to our Christmas tree farms, I feel like it makes you feel all giddy like a little kid again. Absolutely. They're, it's truly a fun holiday experience, um, a great place to create traditions um, with your family and, and to take home um, uh, an Oklahoma-grown Christmas tree and use it for your um, holiday decorations. So um, I think some people don't even realize that, that we have Christmas tree farms here. I know. Um, we have 
I believe it's 17 different Christmas tree farms across the state. Um, wow. Yeah, we have quite a few and they are typically open um, the day after Thanksgiving. So they are, they are ready for you and, and uh, you get to drink hot chocolate and um, there's sometimes there's Santa Claus and all kinds of different things. So it's not just cutting your own Christmas tree. There's a lot of different holiday um, type of activities that you can do out on the, on our Christmas tree farms. Yeah. Um, just a couple other ones. Um, wineries are open year round. So, um, we have Oklahoma wine here and, uh, to be able to go and, and taste the wine and to buy the wine. Those are fun experiences as well. Um, and that one's one that you can do with your friends, your girlfriends. You can get away and, yes. and go. You can tour a couple of them at a time if you wanted to do that. And then one thing that I thought was kind of cool about uh, the wine stuff is that there's some local liquor stores that actually will sell that Oklahoma wine. So if you go and you fall in love with it, you can go back and get it at the liquor store. Yes, you're right. Um, and and um, yeah, or buy it from the winery. But yeah, if uh, you're not close to the winery, that some liquor store may have it as well. So yeah, that's definitely a year round mm -hmm. activity. Um, another one, we talked a little bit about the guest ranches, but we have country stays as well. And these are our Airbnb type of experiences where these are super popular right now too. just being able to isolate yourself from maybe the rest of the world, go out and stay overnight in the country. And there's some agriculture type um, activities that take place at those. So you might be able to, um, you know, pet livestock or gather eggs or go pick your own vegetables out of the garden. So um, those offer some unique experiences um, when you stay overnight as well. Well, you know, and here with us in Oklahoma, if, you, if you've been born and raised here like I have, you sometimes forget that people might want to do that. Like I grew up on a farm, so it seemed bizarre for me to think about somebody wanting to come and work cattle all day if they didn't have to, right? Because I grew up doing that. But what I'm hearing is a lot of people long for that experience. You know, if you were raised in a city or if you weren't even raised in Oklahoma and somewhere else, that's a really awesome way to show your kids how farm life works and, and how you actually get milk from cows and, and how cows get from point A to point B and what you're eating. And it really teaches pretty much everything about how the day-to-day -day living on a farm. Yeah, and I think that's so great about agritourism is that, I mean, you can talk and, you know, tell your kids all day long uh, what agriculture is like, but until you actually get to go do it hands-on, and that's what our farms and ranches are providing. They're providing those experiences um, that you aren't, you aren't going to be able to find in the city and um, you know, maybe what grandma and grandpa did when they were a kid and maybe you, you've heard those stories, but um, you're able to, to spend the day or, or spend the weekend um, learning and, and learning about it um, in real life. Well, with school kind of being all over the place these days, what are some ways that you could get your kids involved in agritourism? We were talking a little bit about touring farms, but what are some other ways you would suggest uh, to getting the kids involved in agritourism so that they kind of know what it's like? Actually, that's a great question. Uh, back to our website, we have a category called Teachable Moments, and these are our farms that, you know, have those educational experiences that um, 
are, or maybe are typically providing field trips, but, but they're doing, you can, um, you can schedule your own little tour um, or there's different just educational components. And um, we're trying to incorporate as well, Ag in the Classroom. I don't know if you're familiar with that. We program. love Ag in the Classroom here. Absolutely yeah. love it. So we've actually are collaborating um, Ag in the Classroom and Ag, uh, agritourism with with our farms and ranches and trying to get that curriculum onto the farm so um, we, they're an excellent resource and um, have great um, educational resources so um, being able to partner with them um, is going to be exciting and um, awesome for consumers who are looking for those those types of moments well, once again, Michaela, thank you so much for talking with us, but tell us again about the website and how people can find out all of the information and all the activities that we just talked about. Yep, you can visit our website at oklahomaagritourism.com, um, and that has a list of all of our farms and ranches. Um, you can go ahead and sign up for our newsletter as well, and we'll send out a monthly update of, of what's happening around the state, what's in season, that kind of thing. Um, and then we would also love for you to follow us on social media. You can follow us on Facebook um, at Oklahoma Agritourism tourism or on Instagram and we're constantly posting about um, who's doing what around the state and 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 what's in season like I said so um, several ways to find us but the best place is probably the website and if you do if you're a, a producer a farmer or rancher that's not listed on your website how can they go about contacting you guys to say hey we've got a new agritourism uh, opportunity that we'd like to share with everybody yeah, uh, that's just reaching out um, to our office, and I believe our contact information is on our Facebook or our website, and just contact us, and we will work with you to get to get you ready for um, our agritourism program. It's really simple. Well, Michaela, thank you so much for visiting with us today. We're always excited to share about all the agritourism and awesome things across the state of Oklahoma. Thank you. We really appreciate it and hope to see you guys um, out of the farms. Michaela Danker, Head of Agritourism Efforts at ODAF, talking with our own Casey Shepard. Along the road to rural prosperity, I'm Ron Hayes. We'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us for today's Road to Rural Prosperity podcast. You can join the conversation about how rural Oklahoma can prosper by looking for us on Facebook. And you can find our growing number of conversations on our website, ruralprosperityok.com. The Road to Rural Prosperity podcast series is a production of the Radio Oklahoma Ag Network and oklahomafarmreport.com. Proud to be a part of the family of the Funk Companies.